Hi, welcome to Anton Knows. I'm your host, Anton. This is episode 75. Uh, if you haven't been a big Marvel fan lately and you said, I'm done with Marvel, don't think that. Try again that Marvel is not done with you because the further adventures of these superheroes uh, continue in Thor, Love, and Thunder. Thor and Love and Thunder is a lot of fun. Let's talk about the movie first, and then we'll talk about the inspirations for the comics. We pick up right after what happens after uh, Infinity War and the Infinity uh, uh, last Infinity storyline, Endgame, which everybody wanted to see because they couldn't wait to see what happens to the Avengers. So, at the end of that story, Thor decides he's going to go find himself and go off with the uh, Guardians. The Guardians are in this movie for a little bit, but a new threat has uh, pulled its ugly head, and that is Gore, the God Killer, played by Christian Bale. Christian Bale swears, all gods are selfish, all gods must die. So, he's got this sword that can kill gods, and he's after... All the gods uh, and did this. Thor decides he's off in outer space. He finds out from Lady Sif that this is going on. So he goes back to Asgard and he recruits Lady Thor, who is Jane Foster. We'll get back to her in a minute. And Valkyrie. And they all go to uh, uh, first to recruit the other gods to uh, fight the... Uh, uh, the God Killer. None of them are interested because they feel they're safe where they are. And uh, even Odin, uh, I mean, even Zeus, who is Thor's role model, he says, oh, you know, lightning, thunder, you know, all that stuff. So Russell Crowe plays him in the movie. No, I don't like the way he's dressed. I think he looks silly. And so they beat him up and steal his thunderbolt. And they uh, have these crazy goats that uh, bleeb at, at each other. I got a buddy of mine. He thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. They ride off to confront. Uh, they decide they're going to have to do this all on their own. So they do this, and they confront the god killer because he has not only kidnapped some children from Asgard, He's also made his way to a thing called Eternity, which is another Marvel character. And there they he can make a wish. Now, of course, what is wish is he going to make? He's thinking that he's going to destroy all the gods. So, uh, Jane Foster's got to make a choice because she's dying of cancer. Does she want to be uh, Lady Thor? And the, the damaged hammer that was destroyed in Ragnarok has re reconstituted itself. And now she uh, is using it to heal herself, and she's also using it to fight against uh, the God Killer. So they faced him, and they defeat him. He goes and confronts the uh, uh, Eternity, and you think that he's going to make a wish to kill all the gods, but it's really just to bring his daughter back. So at the end, uh, Gore asks him her to... Uh, to be with Thor and Thor to take care of her. And that's exactly what he does. And they become love and thunder. And it's at the end, he says, uh, Thor will return. 
if you stay for the extra credit scene, you see uh, Zeus recovering, and he says, you must do this, Hercules. So I, me and my buddy were the only guys in the theater, and I yelled out, Hercules versus Thor! So there you go. Uh, so what are the inspirations for this uh, story? Non-comic book fans will not know. My friend who runs the comic book store that I go to and get mail from says to me that uh, people don't really read individual issues except for older guys like me and a few other people. They normally just go and buy the trades because it's just easier to read one big story. And that's basically what you can do with this. Now, with uh, let's tackle the Lady Thor uh, story, and then we'll talk about the God Butcher. The Lady Thor storyline really starts in a what-if scenario. Marvel used to do a story called What If? DC did a thing called Elseworlds. So what if this happened to Superman instead of uh, instead of uh, uh, him? Or what if Batman became, what if Superman became Batman? They did a story like that called Speeding Bullets. And uh, they did this story, what if uh, uh, the uh, Kents were late trying to find Superman in a storyline called The Nail, and things like that. So Marvel does stories like that too, but they call it What If. And in their storylines, What If Spider-Man's clone lived, they turned that into a giant storyline called The Clone Saga. So they sort of do that with Thor with a storyline. What if Jane Foster found the hammer instead of Dr. Donald Blake? Okay? Way back when, when Jack Kirby and Stan Lee were writing Thor, he had a human persona called Dr. Donald Blake. And he found this magical cane, and he taps it on the ground, and he becomes the mighty Thor. So, it's interesting. So, Jane Foster finds the hammer, and she eventually becomes Lady Thor, and she battles all the evildoers, including Loki, and all those storylines. In the end... Uh, Lady Sif falls in love with Donald Blake and gives the, uh, Jane Foster gives the hammer to him. So he becomes Thor. So uh, Odin is so impressed by her, he says, you should become my new wife and become queen of the gods. So that's eventually what she does. Now as for... Uh, this storyline, I guess somebody read that What If story and said, you know what would be great? Let's do that storyline. So this goes back to Marvel does just because DC does them. Marvel does them too. That's where the Secret Wars came from. That's where Infinity War came from. That's where Infinity Gauntlet came from. That's where Infinity Crusade came from. And then all these other giant storylines, Atlantis attacks and so forth. So at that time, that summer, they did this giant storyline called, I think it was either in the fall or the summer, called, uh, called Original Sin. Now, what does this have to do with anything? It has to do with this. Uh, during the God Killer storyline, uh, the God Killer tells Thor something that he didn't know, and the, uh, it's all about the Watcher. One of the Watchers dies, and this villain steals the Watcher's eyes. 
so he can see all these deep, dark secrets that the heroes don't know about. So he tells Thor that the God Killer knew that you were never really worthy to lift the hammer. So this shocks Thor. He drops the hammer on the moon, and for some reason he can't pick it up. So in that storyline, Odin and his mother are still alive, and she says to him, where are you going, my son, to eat and to rearm? And so he goes and has a big snack, and after he has his snack, he goes and finds a double-bladed axe that he used to carry when he was a young prince who was learning to become a hero. There he takes on the persona again of Odin's son. So he is still Thor, but he is Odin's son here. So he goes wandering around because he finds out there's this lady Thor because Jane Foster says there must always be a Thor. So she picks up the hammer and becomes this armored masked Thor. And she uh, is doing this because she's dying of cancer and she tried all these different treatments to try to save herself and she didn't do that well. So she finds out that magic comes with a price, just like in the movie. It, uh, you know, it takes away a lot of your essence when you use magic in order to use this to uh, save yourself. Okay? So that's what happens there. So at the end of her large storyline, Thor is still looking for a hammer, so better a bill, another guy who's friends with Lady Sif, who saved his, her, she and him helped save their people. He's an alien who uh, battles Thor, and he finds out he's worthy to carry the hammer too. So Odin allows him to have his own hammer. He finds Better A Bill, and they fight, and then they say, well, if you really need my hammer, you can have it, my brother. And he says, no, 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 I don't want your hammer. So he hears about this other hammer, from another Thor, you know, a lot of Thors running around, from an ultim- the ultimate universe. So in that storyline, if you can find it, he goes to look for that. But ultimately, he doesn't get it. Uh, eventually, he gets his hammer back because James Foster fights a giant monster that's going to destroy Asgard. In that universe, Asgard still exists. But, uh, she is so valiant, you know, she either is going to die or she's going to uh, go to Valhalla. So Odin sees all this and says, wow, I've never seen somebody so valiant willing to lay down their own life, even though they're sick, to go and save my world and the world of Midgard, which is Earth. Uh, she says, yeah, I, I, I guess so. She says, well, you don't have to be Thor anymore. So I give you a choice. Either you can stay on Earth or you can go to uh, to Valhalla and live in peace and never have to worry about being a hero anymore. You can just be uh, a regular being and there's no disease there, no strife, no pain. So she chooses to stay on Earth. So just like in the What If story, Odin says, I'll make you one of the Valkyries. So he turns her into a Valkyrie. So that's where she is currently now. I don't know uh, what's going on. I haven't read Thor in a while. It's kind of expensive. 
So, uh, after all that story, before that storyline, there was this giant thing called The God Butcherer, right? And it was a separate miniseries. Now, unlike in the movie, three Thors from three different timelines unite together to stop him. So this is the Thor that we know, the one that is the, the Asgard who became an Avenger. Uh, Odin's son, the young prince who was going to become a hero, and King Thor. So Odin has died, and he is one of the last of the gods who is fighting against the god butcher. So just like in the movie, his daughter gets killed, and he goes on this rampage of revenge. He's a little more vicious in the comic books, so it takes three Thors from three different timelines to finally defeat him. And eventually he whispers this secret that nobody knows about later on. And he is defeated. Where can I find that graphic novel? I tell him, where can I find it so I can read it? Well, you could search online and probably find it. The individual issues are probably worth quite a lot of money. So I don't know if you can probably find them. But sometimes you can find them in discount sales. But the better thing to do is to go to Comic-Con and look for these graphic novels that way. And you can always find them in a big bin. You just have to do some looking. Okay? Next time on Anton Knows, we'll talk about the Star Trek movies. Right from the original, the uh, motion picture. And we'll just start with those films all the way through to... Uh, the the last uh, movie called The Undiscovered Country. And then we'll work on the next generation films, and I guess we'll have to do the J.J. Abrams films too. So live long and prosper. I'll see you again on another Anto Knows.